With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Praise the Lord, everyone. Welcome to Honestly Speaking. I am your host, Sister Alyssa Lynn. All right, today, scriptures are very familiar scriptures. But I found it laying on my heart all the more to give these scriptures again. And it could be because it's personally something that affects me or I don't know. We're just going to go with it. You know how I do. The scriptures for today is Proverbs chapter 3 verses 1 through 8. My son, forget not my law, but let thy heart keep my commandments. For the length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thy heart. So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not unto thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. Be not wise in thy own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. I could probably actually just stop right there. <laughs> but I'm not going to. Many times we are faced with different things. We could be walking in like last week I talked about being in the wilderness. And, and dealing with that. Um, everything could be going fine and dandy. And everything then all of a sudden in one moment everything seems to be falling apart. Um, and a lot of times... We'll start doubting ourselves or we doubt the Lord or we feel that we're battling with doubt. And everybody goes through this. So don't even think, sit there and think that you don't. Oh, if you're that, you're not Christian enough or you're not God, you're not a Christian or, you know, or you're missing out. No. Stop. Everybody doubts. And those that say they don't are liars. At one point or another, you're going to doubt because the human nature is wanting to know. Since the day we were born, we want to control. Once we realize, well, not going to say the day we're born, but once we realize that we can do things or get people to do respond in the manner that we want, we want control. And that does happen, that does start when we're an infant, whether you want to realize it or not. Baby learns, I cry, I get food. I cry, my diaper gets changed. If I'm uncomfortable and I cry, someone is coming to attend to me. So in the very beginning, we know that if things don't go right and we do certain things, people are going to respond to us. It's the same, this is why social media is just like so popular because people know if they do certain things on social media they can get their 15 minutes of fame or they can get that attention or whatever it is that they're craving well 
that's part of human nature. That's part of us. That's part of who we are. So we tend to have those things that are inside of us like that. But the key about it all is understanding that we really aren't in control. So when we're walking in the wilderness or we're walking in the different areas of life and we're finding that we're stuck or we're finding that we're in a certain place, whew, we can trust God. One of the hardest things for me to, to do and for most of us to do is to trust. One of the greatest things I think that Jesus has ever said, although everything Jesus said was great, is when he was talking to Thomas, remember Doubt and Thomas, who had to see Jesus, had to touch him. And Jesus told him that he was blessed because he was able to see Christ and he believed. But those that don't see and yet believe are blessed. So I, I think about that, and I should look that up. But I think about that, and, and um, I think about how blessed we are. You know, we, we go through all this stuff, and we don't um, have, have a um, clear understanding. No one, we can't see the future. We don't know what the future is going to hold, but we do know. We do know that God has a path and a plan for us. Because we read the word, we, and, and most times people understand that's what the word says. That we read the word and we know that God is with us. Knowing it and living it is not always easy. It's just, I mean, reality is it's not easy. Sometimes, <coughs> excuse me. We're faced with circumstances that we don't understand. Sometimes we're in, in, in a place that we don't understand. We don't understand why we're back in the same spot going through the same things. And I spoke about that last week about being in the wilderness and learning a lesson. But coming out of that lesson, you know, after I did that session, it was, I felt the Lord saying to me, you need to explain to them how you get out of the wilderness. How you come out of that wilderness. Because you're not supposed to stay in the wilderness forever. Mm. And that's when the Lord started reminding me about Proverbs chapter 3. One of the very first scriptures I ever learned. And I know I've said this before. Is the trust in the Lord. And I think it's also one of the hardest scriptures I've, I'm learning to live. You know. Uh, I'm not there yet. I don't always 100% trust God. I'll have that moment of doubt. And then I have to remind myself, no. <coughs> I need to trust in the Lord with all my heart. And lean not into my own understanding. Because as humans, or at least me, I can't speak for everybody. Because everybody doesn't do this process. Although, because my husband doesn't. But his walk is stronger than my walk. And in, in his Trials and tribulations were different than mine. One of the things that I have said, <coughs> excuse me, I'm getting over a cold, so please forgive me. One of the things that I have said to um, people before is, I'm learning those that have been through different stuff in their childhood and have had major disappointments or hurts or pains in their childhood have a hard time trusting people. 
Because the time that you learn how to trust people and bond with people is in our childhood years. So, because we trust our parents. We're, we're supposed to trust our parents. We're supposed to bond with our parents. And some of us don't do that. I was not able to do that. Um, because every person I've ever trusted in my life as, and as, a young, as a young child did some serious damage to me. Now... That's not excusing away my trust. I'm explaining why I struggle with trust. I'm not saying I can't trust. I'm explaining why I struggle. See, I don't like it when people blame their life circumstances as adults on what happened to them as children. Yes, the things that happened to us as children have laid groundwork, but it's up to us to determine whether or not we're going to stay there. So I, thank God, have decided not to stay there. One of the reasons why my husband and I are married to the day is because I'm learning to trust God and not me. Because I love my husband very dearly, but I didn't want to trust another man with my heart. That's just reality. I didn't. I didn't want to trust another man with my heart, and I did. I didn't want to trust this. I didn't want to trust that. I, didn't, I just didn't. But God and trusting him will take you sometimes out of your comfort zone. Not sometimes. It seems like all the time. He takes us out of our comfort zone and puts us in the place where we really have to lean and trust on him. So back to what I was saying. If you are in the wilderness or you're finding that you're going through the same things, this is the time that you want to come out. This is the time you start trusting. This is the time you start believing. This is the time that when the doubt comes in your mind, you say the scripture in your head. Literally, I have to say that when I'm having a really rough day, like today was kind of rough, and I was having a day, and I thank God for the word because it's the word that brings me back into reality. Reality is... I can't lean into my own understanding. I can't acknowledge my ways. I need to acknowledge him and his ways. And I have to ignore the things that my flesh is saying to do. My flesh is saying to go upstairs to my room, curl in the bed, cover my head, and say forget the world. Because you know what? You lost your kids. You have none of your kids. You're in school. School's rough. Your husband's working your nerves. And every single time you tell somebody, somebody's working your last nerve. Hmm. Who's that? That's not God. And if it wasn't for his word, I probably would have went upstairs to my room and, and followed what my flesh wanted me to do. Because of I know my history and my past, and I know I like to shut myself off from the world and forget everybody. Because it's my comfort zone. My comfort zone is in my own little cocoon and cut everybody off. Sometimes I think that's why he had me do WL4J because I can't do that. With WL4J. I can't shut myself off. I have to be out there. I have to let go of the things that I'm struggling with. And help others. And it's in that. When we're walking and we're learning. That he shows us. When we're in those areas of our comfort zone. That we get all nice and comfy in. Well if you're walking in the wilderness. And you find that you keep heading to your comfort zone. Maybe it's time you stop heading to your comfort zone and you start saying the word instead of what you're thinking. Say, 
the word of trust in the Lord with all our heart and lean on into thy own understanding. Sometimes just telling ourselves that helps us to let go of the doubt and the fear and to know that we're not governed by the ways of this world, that we're governed by the ways of God. And that's what makes the difference. Many times when people talk about deliverance and you just need to be delivered and your blessing is coming. I am so sick of that. Y'all have no idea. I am so sick of hearing about my blessings and my deliverance. My ble- Your blessings and your deliverance comes from the Lord. But it's not always in the monetary situation. Sometimes it's just having some peace when everything around you is nuts. Your kid is running around screaming his head off. Your husband or your man is driving you crazy. Your job just doesn't seem to be going right. And the only time you get peace is when you go in your room and shut the door and shut the whole world off. And that's what you do. But that's not what God wants you to do. He wants you to have peace in him while you're dealing with your three-year-old, four-year-old that's screaming his head off. Uh, today I was dealing with my niece and I literally was like, oh, I was so drained. I actually called her mom. I could not handle it. And the Lord reminded me, he said, the only reason why you couldn't handle this is because you were so caught up in what you were feeling and how you were doing that you did not put that aside. Now, granted, it wasn't my child, so I could actually call her mom, and I didn't have to deal with the situation. But he reminded me how I used to handle the girls when we were in this kind of situation and what to do and how to handle it. And he also showed me, and this is just a little revealing, because I feel like this. If I can't share the things that I'm going through or overcoming or maybe even struggling with, then maybe you won't understand, you know... (laughs) that God can change. Uh, It was funny because one of the sisters wrote me and we were talking and stuff and I said something. I can't remember. I I, I probably said something about me struggling or whatever. And she was like, oh, I can't believe that spiritual of all spirituals. And I was laughing. Because I'm like, really? Is that how you see me? Because honestly and truly, I struggle just like everybody else. But what I find that I do do, one, I speak about it. Two, I go to the word. I don't, it's not even, I thank God for that. Because when I am frustrated beyond belief, the the Holy Spirit will bring his word back into my mind. Oh, bless the Lord for that. Because it's understanding what he has that makes the difference. That's another reason why I always go on about how we need to be in the word. Because you can't rely on it if you don't have it and a lot of times people quote the standard of that the enemy comes in like a flood and the standard of the lord raises up against them and sometimes that standard of the lord is within you and that's if you have the word if you have the word of god in you and the enemy is coming in you can use that word to stand up against what the enemy's saying but that's a whole nother broadcast Oh, that was a good one, too. I have to remember that. But anyhow, back to what I was saying. I was struggling today, and the Lord was telling me, He said, you didn't stop and call on me when you were dealing with her. You all, because you were having a bad day, you automatically got frustrated with her. And then both of y'all are frustrated, and the situation just escalated. Okay. To the point that I had to call mom. Um, and I started thinking about that. When, no matter what situation we're in, no matter where we find ourselves or where we are, we need to stop 
then call on Jesus and trust in him. It's when we trust in God, when we, we may feel ourselves going one way, we need to stop. And the Holy Spirit will have you stop because he did. He had me stop. And I know the Lord knew that there was no way anything was going to get served, served, solved because both she and I were both frustrated. So I called her mom and neither one of us, by the time I got off the phone with her mom, after she talked, we were both a little more calmer. So it's really how God brings us through these things. If you don't have the word of God in you, you don't have his spirit. If you're not living for him, if you're not trying to live for Christ and you're not trying to do the things that God has called you to do and you are finding yourself just holding back and not walking according to his will and his way for your life, you're going to find that you're walking around frustrated, angry, ticked off, all the negative stuff, lying, cheating. You're going to be doing all that stuff because your focus isn't where it needs to be. Because you're being wise in your own ways and not in his. You have to be wise by God, not wise by you. Because we don't know anything. We know absolutely nothing. What we know can fit inside one piece of paper If what God knows versus what we know. I think we're probably just a sentence compared to him and all that he knows. Maybe half a sentence. Because what we truly know, we don't know. When we get to the point of understanding in Christ, we understand we don't know nothing. All we know is that God is able to do anything and abundantly beyond what we think or even ask. And that he is the head and the author and the finisher of our faith. And I want you to notice that all everything, when we get to the point of understanding who God truly is and who we are, it's the word that comes out at us. It's the word that gets spread. I used to hate it. When I would talk to sisters and I would be expressing myself and then they would come back and bring the word at me and I would just look at them like I didn't ask for scripture. I didn't ask now and there and I'm going to say this in my defense. A lot of times we don't a lot of times we have to when we're ministering and talking to people, we have to figure out where they are before you give them the word. And in their defense, they are so comfortable in their walk with Christ that they know that the only thing that's really going to matter or help me through it is the word of God. But I wasn't there yet. And even though I understand that now, those that I've talked to and ministered to, I don't throw a bunch of scriptures. I will mention scriptures, but I don't throw a bunch of scriptures. Because when someone's not at that point, you give the scriptures God tells you to give. So that they can withdraw on it and, and grow from it. But sometimes people just need to hear you out. But anyhow, here I go rambling again. Back to my point, if I can remember it. When we're walking and trying to live the life God has called us to live, it is so important that we remember that our trust is not in what we see before us. Our trust is not in what we think, what people tell us they think. Our trust is to trust in the Lord with all our heart. Our trust is to believe what God says. Our trust is to believe God. Despite 
never seeing him. I, I, I have to give to you the scripture. First of all, the whole reference of what I'm talking about is from John chapter 20, verse 24 through 29. But I am only going to read verse 29. Jesus saith unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. I'm saying this scripture because we need to remember how blessed we are. I think I'm even going to make that my Facebook post right now. We have to remember how blessed we are. If you believe in Christ and we've never seen him with our own eyes. You may have felt him. You may have heard him. But you have not been able to see him and touch him like the disciples did. And that, and you believe. You may have doubt, but you believe. And then you think about all the wonderful things that the apostles did. And they saw him. They knew him. They walked with him during his ministries, his ministry work. Um, Paul had a, even Paul had a, an encounter with Christ that he knew him. An encounter that I, I've never had. I've never had an encounter like Paul had with Christ um, I've had some encounters with Christ, but not like that. Um, however, we have to understand, just thinking on that. All the work he had for them, and all the blessing he had for them to get them through what they had to go through. And we don't even go through the stuff they went through. We're talking about men and women of Christ who were sharing the gospel dying. People, they was getting killed. Kilt. Kilt. And yes, there's some overseas, but we in America can't even basically relate to that because it's not happening here. People are talking about, oh, how people are being persecuted for uh, with the homosexuality. No, not yearly. Sorry. It's nothing compared to what the men and women of Christ did in old Bible days. And when you think about it and you read and you study, you understand that we are truly blessed. We are blessed. Because we're able to spread his gospel in a country. And though people will come up against you, they're not killing you. You're still alive. You may not be liked. But you're still alive. You're still walking. You're still blessed. And that right there is a blessing. We're able to share the gospel of Jesus Christ everywhere we go. We're able to trust in God despite the fact that everything around us is falling apart. And I'm speaking from experience. I am, I've watched my whole entire dream of a family fall completely apart except one piece, two pieces. Two pieces are still intact. God is the head of my life. And my husband is still my husband. And I swear that's only because God is the head of my life. Because those that suffer like I've suffered. <laughs> our biggest habit is running away. 
And when everything started going crazy, I wanted to run. But the Lord held, I held on to the Lord and the Lord kept me. He kept me despite the fact that I wanted to take off running and tell everybody to leave me alone. And I don't ever want to talk to anybody else ever again. Because yet again, I loved and the love was gone. My heart goes out to people who suffer from children dying. Now, my children didn't die. Um, my girls didn't die. And my son didn't die. But it, but it feels that they were taken from me in an aspect. And no, I didn't do anything wrong. And it's a big, long story. And when I can, I'll explain it to you. And that's just not this broadcast. The, the concept of that. Of knowing that you'll never see, well not my son, but my girls. Knowing that you'll never see them again. And having that ache in your heart to see them again. My heart goes out. I pray a lot for, or I try to pray for those who lost children. Because I couldn't, I mean my situation is a little different, but I couldn't even imagine. And we need to pray for that. Because there are a lot of marriages and stuff that falls apart because of it. And I thank God, and the reason why I'm saying this, I thank God. For keeping mine. There's a lot of marriages that fall apart. When there's a loss of children. And mine didn't. And mine didn't because. God. Jesus. My husband loves me. I love him. And we love the Lord. And we had a few rough moments. But we trust God. And we know that God is going to work it out. So today I want to encourage you. To hold on to the things that God has shown you. Hold on to the things God has told you. Hold on to God. Despite what you're going through. Trust in Him. Believe in Him. Know that His way is better than your way. His thoughts are better than yours. His way is better than yours. He's just better than everything. I mean, honestly, when we think about it, God is better than everything we know. And this is why we need to hold on. Despite it all, despite everything, hold on, trust him, know that his way will come to be. I was feeling some kind of way today and the Lord kept telling me, you know what? Remember the vision, remember the dream, remember what I called you to, remember the path you have to take. And remember that it's not always going to be fun getting there. But God promises he will never leave us nor forsake us. Once again, I am your host, Sister Alyssa Lynn. I pray that I've said something to encourage you today. Know that if you need us, please reach out at WL4J1107 at gmail.com. That's WL4J1107 at gmail.com. Com, 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 com. That's one of those nights. Dot com. <laughs> Woo, bless me, Lord. Bless me. I thank you all for listening this evening. And I pray, I pray, I pray that I've said something that encourages you to continue to stand in the Lord and turn everything over to him. For truly God is worthy. And when we do, everything works out just the way it was supposed to. Until next time, God bless. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.